Moon Podcast Escalation! Hello, everyone. My name is Jordan D. White. My name is Chris Sims, and this is Sailor Business. It's the podcast where we watch an episode of the classic 1990s Sailor Moon anime and talk about why we love it so much. Except today, when we are not watching an episode, we are watching the theatrically released (gasps) Sailor Moon S. The Movie, also known as Sailor Moon S. The Movie, colon, Hearts on Ice. Nope. Nope. Hearts in Ice? Yes. (laughs) They are not ice skating in this movie. I don't know, hearts on ice. Like, look, it, it's fine. It all matters. Uh, they should have called it Sailor Moon S, the movie Luna Wants to Fuck, because oh. that's what we're dealing with here. He gets right Congratulations, into it. Jordan. You got the storyline you always wanted. Oh, that is not accurate. All and right. since it is a movie episode, we have invited back the fourth member of the business family. Allison Stock is here. Allie. Hi. Hi, Allie. How are you? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm I'm good. Except I did just have a 20 minute argument with the two of you about pro wrestling, but that's fine. It wasn't. What do you fine. mean? I just arrived here now. It wasn't an argument. <laughs> it was educational. You were trying. You were trying to teach us about wrestling. I was going <laughs> to teach you, and you and you were guys. insisting you knew more about it than I did. No, but anyway, false. False. Guys, I learned listen. something. Listen. You know how in wrestling where they pretend that it's fake? We're supposed to pretend that it's fake now that I just like walked in the door. Hello, oh, everyone. That's, that's I'm right. just hang on, arriving. Hang on. Yeah. Oh, that must be Allison Stock at the door. It's uh-huh. me. How do you not know it's me without opening the door yet? The door is glass. Uh, <laughs> Wait. Okay. Then then why did you say that must be her? Because <laughs> well, it must be. If you were so Okay. All right. <laughs> Hey, Allie, do you have any Sailor Moon developments in your life? Wait, don't just dive into that. That's not how it goes. I want to be treated like a normal guest. You are being treated like a normal guest, but you've been on the show several times before. You're also the co-host, of course. All right, all right. Let's let's, Zeno Warrior Business. Yeah, that's a good thing to recap. And then let's 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 do it. Let's look back at the archives really quick and see what episodes you have been you were on with us. Well, I don't think Allie's been on Sailor Biz since the R movie. Well, I'm gonna check. Uh, so let's Which is know. where we all cried. Yeah, we man, what a nice time. <laughs> Did anyone cry watching this one? But <laughs> no. I mean, I cried like thinking about if my cat like, ever kisses me on the lips while I'm sleeping. Oh, <laughs> that's horrible. Oh, you were on. First of all, you were on episode sixty-five, which is an amazing episode where Usagi chugs an entire thing of luck juice. That's that was my good. first episode. Chug a lot of charm juice. <laughs> you were on. Yes. Oh my god, episode sixty-six. Carry on. Curry on my wayward future daughter. Yes, which is the one with uh, uh, the banana lady. I forget what her name. Av- Avocadora. Avocadora. Uh, and then you were on for uh, a brief history of Xena Warrior Princess, which was episode. Oh right, there were two more. Episode that ninety-one is what led to us doing Xena Biz. Mm-hmm. Yes, because I was into Xena. What at the time. episode is that? I mean, I hope you're still into Xena. I am, but that was when I was getting into Xena. Oh my god, and then you were on for God Driving, weren't you? Yes, God Driving. That was the introduction of The Handsome Boy. Yes, exactly. I was going to say your famous quote. My cousin. boy? 
It's not my quote. It was in the it was in the episode. I know, but I think of it as you saying it most of all. Oh, thank you. I love when people think of me at all. And then you and then you were on the Sailor Moon R movie, two episodes, and then you and I uh did the band episode yes. of Chibi Business where we did a, a Sailor Moon Xena crossover. I remember that, yes. That was lots of fun. Oh, only because I was not here. That's why we what was fun. <laughs> Do you remember back in the day when, not back in the day, we've known each other for a while now, but remember when you had me on another episode and someone didn't like it and they left this comment like, please stop favoring Allison Stock. I do remember. I was almost about to bring that up and I was like, Allie might have forgotten about that and I don't want to remind her. I would never forget about that. That is a cherished moment of my history. It was very rude because like, right, like. You're still our friend. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't. Stop favoring me. Ignore me. Let me uh, die. Your, your first appearance on uh, Sailor Business was almost exactly uh, three years ago. It was um, February fifteenth, twenty sixteen. That's it's it? almost Valentine's Day. <laughs> do, 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 do. No, That's it's after it, really? Valentine's Day. Actually, oh yeah. You know what? <laughs> Never you mind. No, but that feels like a lifetime ago, not to get sappy and emotional. Well, not sappy and emotional, but when I was on the first episodes with you guys, I was working at a title agency. Miserable. It was just like a job so I could pay my rent that I got on Craigslist and was at for four years. And then from there, I don't know how much of it had to do with me knowing you, but I definitely helped me get an interview at Marvel, Jordan. That's Um, true. You you tipped me off that they were hiring for an assistant Mm -hmm. and I got that job. Didn't keep it very long, but got it. (laughs) Over a year, right? I kept it for 14 months. Look, I have a hard time believing that we've only been doing this show for four years. Yeah. What was our first episode of the whole show? Uh, Well, because it was a little bit more. It was more like four and a half, but still, what is that? August 16th, uh, 2014. Wow. That's five years almost. Yeah, that's crazy. You guys used to you guys used to get me through my days at that job though. I would just listen to Sailor Business like all day long. And now we're now we're real life friends. Mm-hmm. Well, real or is it like wrestling real life? Like we're all oh, friends. Wow. Yes, it's pretty kayfabe. It's <laughs> the characters we play are friends. The character yes. of Jordan is my friend. <laughs> real life Jordan. No, you listen, I, I played the character of Jordan on my old podcast and he was <laughs> he was a bitch. No, I'm kidding. He was he was dumber, but also more sinister in certain ways. Uh, yeah, it's not good. Wait, but to tie it back in, just to go back really quickly. So yeah, my first time with you guys, I was at this unhappy job. My second time with you, I was at this job that I was excited about at the time, but didn't work out. And then my next time I was with you, I was like, not sure what I was doing with my life. And I come to you guys now, having been liberated from oh. those other jobs liberated because i'm a photographer and that's just sort of what i do now that's awesome like i mean yeah i have a part-time thing but like that's you know everybody has a hustle but like my main source of income and business is taking pictures now that's which so wasn't good. the case the last few times well so my main source of business is sailor business oh <laughs> That's, that's not true. I was going to say, I hope that's not true, because we don't make that For much. tax purposes, that's true. No. <laughs> really? And for tax purposes, also, this is a church, if anybody <laughs> asks. <laughs> okay. 
What? You tricked me. I'm part of a church. Yeah. Look, don't worry. What about Rabbi it. Eric Milgram say? He was my childhood <laughs> rabbi. He almost dropped the Torah on my bat mitzvah. This, this is good trivia to, for people to know. Like when we quiz people about how well they listen to the show. <laughs> what was the name of Ali's childhood <laughs> rabbi? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get so, to Allie, your developments. Yes. Yes. We we have we have known you for a while now. Yes. But do you have any fresh Sailor Moon developments in your life? Fresh. Fresh, hot, off the presses, Sailor Moon developments. Sorry, I forgot what English <laughs> language was. I forgot how to speak. Um, Jake, cut it. <laughs> it's so nice to be recording an episode that like I'm not gonna have to edit afterwards. <laughs> it feels really cool. Um, yeah, that's what it's like being a guest on a show. Yes, I do have a Sailor Moon development, which is that back in, I think, November, mm-hmm. um, I went to Anime NYC with some friends, which was, it's a, it's a convention that also happens at the Javits Center. Sure. And it's like a few weeks after Comic-Con. So it's like Comic-Con part two, but more fun, less people. You can actually like buy food there because the lines aren't as long. Like I've never eaten during the day at a convention. At the Javits Center. Like, it was crazy. Amazing. Um, Gotta get those $8 chicken fingers. <laughs> it was more like a $14 uh, Carilla bowl, but Jesus. What, can I, what can I do? We live in New York. It's an expensive city. Um, but I went with my two friends, Brittany and Marissa, and we did a tuxedo mask slash Mamoru Chiba fashion corner, and each of us cosplayed uh, yes. some of his different outfits. <laughs> Uh, I saw those photos. They're fantastic because you were you were in the favorite, the yeah, I like uh, the incense shirt. Yeah, the rooster incense. No, not rooster. I keep thinking rooster, but it's the incense. I think it looks like a rooster. Yes, that's probably why. But it is. In, it's like Mount Fuji, and incense. I anyway. Yeah. I made that shirt. It's pretty great. You made it. I made it with fabric paint and um, the sleeves were trouble, actually. They were quite difficult because if I just rolled the sleeves up, they just looked like normal rolled up sleeves. And if you all remember, Mamoru's shirt is a bit more beefed up in the sleeve rolling yeah. department. So I ended up each each rolled up sleeve. I, b- I bought a three pack of T-shirts and each rolled up <laughs> sleeve was a T-shirt. <laughs> and I just sort of twisted it and then sewed it. <laughs> <laughs> to the sleeve um that's amazing because i tried every shirt that i tried i had to i fucked up twice in painting oh. the actual design so i rolled those up and those became the sleeves of the actual shirt uh that's pretty great and we tried giving roses out to every sailor moon cosplayer that we saw uh, it was kind of awkward <laughs> we did our best um at one point there was a sailor moon scavenger hunt that i think viz was doing on the floor uh, we didn't realize that and all the sailor scouts were like professional cosplayers paid to be there like paid to be part of the scavenger hunt and we're just sure. like here's a row is it she's like hey, i'm busy right now <laughs> 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 okay bye <laughs> and we disappeared never to be heard from again this is my first Aww. re-emergence but that was fun <laughs> it's a good thing that we are currently on an episode where we are going to have ample opportunity to talk about memory cosplaying oh that's a good point i just want you to know 
that I was trying to find a picture of the of the shirt in question again, just not not you wearing it, the the actual anime one for a moment, yeah. and I googled Marimoro, Marimoro, Chiba. <laughs> The Moruchiba shirt and Google autocorrect really wanted to like make that into shirtless. Wow. <laughs> Google you know, you, to be fair, you don't see that often. I can see why, why there would be a desire for it. <laughs> it. It is rare to catch sight of him. Question then. Does Mamoruchiba have nipples? Probably not. I don't think anybody has nipples on. So I, yeah. I followed through. I, I just Googled Mamoruchiba shirtless uh-huh. and it doesn't look like he does in the official things there are some there are some fan drawings that have him but mm-hmm. there's a this scene of him getting up in bed and uh oh no, my god wait i just found him. it he doesn't have them yeah. <laughs> oh and here's one from the manga and yeah no nipples in the manga <laughs> no nipples in the manga neko takeuchi says no tumblr approves well no they're male nipples but i'm i don't know the algorithm fucks up all they're the tuxedo time. mask presenting nipples <laughs> Well, Allie, now, have you, did you see this movie back when it was originally released in America in 2000? Mm. Or I guess also in Canada, which is, I believe, where you were at the time, correct? No. I, as we talked about in many an episode of Xena Warrior Business, I moved to America in 1997. So I listen sometimes. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Our listeners, whoever's playing bingo along at home, would remember. I have a lot on my mind. It's okay. We all do. I don't expect you. Well, I just I just pretended to be angry that you didn't remember. But I don't expect you to remember all the intricate details of my life. Please stop favoring me. <laughs> I just want people um, to know that you're clearly not being favored. <laughs> please, please favor me, please. Allison, have you seen this movie before? No. Hell okay. no. <laughs> Never. Wow. Okay. Jordan, had you seen it before? I had. Okay. We, we had it. We had the 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 VHS of this. Yeah, no, I, I think briefly I still had the VHS, but I got it in like 2016, <laughs> so I had not seen it. You don't have it anymore. Uh, I think it's around here somewhere. I think I put it in a in, in a box of things that do do spark joy, but that I do <laughs> not need on the shelf. Okay. By the t- by the time I moved to America, though, I wasn't really. I didn't really realize that Sailor Moon was sort of still happening. I thought it was just like a bubble of like, oh, that's the show. It's over. That's all I got to watch. Like They showed episodes of it on, I think, Toonami sometimes, and I would watch them, but it was all just sort of like episodes I've already seen. I didn't realize it was still ongoing, and I didn't know what a manga was at the time. Jordan, what was your experience with Sailor Moon S, the movie Hearts, I, Hearts in Ice? I don't remember. <laughs> cool. I know... I know I had it on VHS, and I know I watched it and was totally weirded out by some of the stuff that happens in it. Um, well, that's, but... that's weird because the a lot of the stuff to be weirded out by was cut out of the uh, initial 2000 American release. Was it really? The I mean, do we do we want to <laughs> spoil it? <laughs> but a lot of the a lot of the movie's oddest segment was truncated for the American release, I found out. I didn't know that. I actually thought, I'm guessing maybe we can we could bleep it out or something, but when Luna does eventually I've seen so many cosplayers with that look. I always thought it was like a fan thing. I never realized it actually happened. Or I it, thought it, it was like Luna's like it. I thought it was like Luna's past self. Before she became a cat, or like a fan theory, 
or like a gajinka kind of thing. I thought it was like a Luna gajinka. Is that the word gajinka? It yes. sounds weird saying it out loud. Um, okay, thank you. But yeah, I thought that's what I didn't realize it actually ever happens for real anywhere. Yeah, well, I mean, it certainly like it. It definitely seems more like a Bowser situation than something <laughs> that should actually be happening on the show. Okay. And yeah, yeah, here we are. <laughs> when, do you know? So I'm looking up uh, on Sailor Moon Uncensored what was cut. I just heard it was it was shortened that segment. Sure, but, weird, but it looks like it was 61 sh- minutes long. Because here's the thing: when they say shortened, it was shortened by seconds. Oh, like four, nine seconds in this section, four seconds in this section. You know, very, very it, small. It adds cut. up, Jordan. Well. I know that each second. Here's why. Here's of, why of they cut out the full like frontal nudity. They cut out the full frontal nudity. Oh, okay. Are you shocked? <laughs> I mean, a little bit. <laughs> Who hasn't wanted to see Luna as a people, but also, also naked? And also, um... I have. I'm Jordan. Uh, what? Jordan. No. That, Can't first of you all, said that. Can that wasn't my voice. Show? Second of all, uh, false. Third of all, we'll talk more about this next episode. Yeah, well, folks, we're going to get to it. I was actually surprised uh, because I watched this twice. I watched it yesterday and I also watched it today. Oh. Mm -hmm. And I watched it with the the new Viz dub both times, which is very, very good, I think. Um, Okay. It's really fun. There are some really good uh, dub moments in this that we'll get to. Uh, Mm -hmm. One of them being that, once again, Jupiter gets the amazing lines about how she watches the show because there's a part where uh, everybody's like what are these what's the deal with these new monsters and jupiter goes i mean i bet they're from space and they want to take over the earth (laughs) (laughs) oh then i watched the um i watched the original dub then that's what i did okay Uh, so you, you watched the pioneer dub and Luna sounded like this. Oh, excellent! And and it has the, uh, if I remember correctly, it has the the greatest uh, Sailor Moon voice. Exactly. That's what I was because I know that they switched over eventually, and she got bad. But I was watching. I didn't remember when it was. And as I was watching this, I just kept thinking that I really like this Sailor Moon. She sounds like my Sailor Moon. I so. think she did all the movies that they did. Okay. Uh, are you talking about Terry Hawks? Yeah. Well, according to IMDb, and I don't know if this is true. Uh, it says that Linda Ballantyne has an uncredited role in this. And I don't know if that's on the Viz dub. I don't know if that's on the Pioneer dub. But not uh, as Sailor Moon. Not as Sailor Moon, as okay. as someone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Stephanie Shea is the current uh, and fantastic Sailor Moon. She's wait, fine. wait, 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 wait. Are you saying Ballantyne was in the new dub? I, that, I, IMDB lists, they don't list the different uh, casts separately. But they have the casts all laid out. Like the the first is the Japanese cast, second is the the Pioneer cast, and then there's a third grouping of the the Viz current cast. And uh, Linda Ballantyne is listed with them. So I don't know if anybody knows that. I would be very curious to find out if that was a nice little little thing because I know I know Linda Ballantyne does you know cons and everything. Sure. Maybe she did uh, Chibiusa, who had like two lines to rub together in the show so like Did, maybe... have i told you that i watched the cast interviews on the uh, supers blu-ray and that is the voice actress's voice for no wait for which one for chibiusa yeah you did which yeah. is the same yeah. thing we learned the about American? the original chibiusa yeah the yeah. english voice or the japanese voice the english voice the current english voice for chibi 
Oh, the, the current Viz. Yeah, that's just how that lady sounds. I don't know what she sounds like. I haven't watched the original the, the Viz. I've only watched the original stuff. I mean, it's kind of like, uh, do you ever watch the Harry Potter movies? Yeah. <laughs> Moaning Myrtle. That's just the way she sounds, which is nutty. Oh, yeah. That's Moaning her, Myrtle's that's... also like in her 40s. In oh, yeah. Movies. Isn't that crazy? I know. Yeah. So weird. Well, I think we're, we're already getting into talking about the movie. So Harry why Potter. don't we go ahead and do yeah. that? Before we dive right in, though, since we're not going to have... Harry Potter and the movies. Since we're not going to have a hard act break, I do want to take this time to thank our latest patrons at patreon.com let's do it these are the people who support the show oh how do they do that well they go to patreon.com slash sailor business and they kick in as little as a dollar every month and as much as us do the show to help ali and i do xena business they can play they could pledge as much as sixty thousand dollars a month wow at which time we will stop doing the show (laughs) wait will you guys stop doing it Wait, that's not that much per month. <laughs> no, no. Higher. We have to uh, split that. That's a pretty significant amount of money, even split getting, four ways. I'm Wait, just do you not? Greedy now. Do you not oh, know this month. pledge that we've made that if we make sixty thousand dollars a month, we will stop doing the shows? Have Have you? Are you guys not going to stop doing Xena business at sixty thousand? I mean, we haven't ever discussed it on Xena business. I haven't been able to think past getting to our like playing a tabletop role playing Xena game at fourteen hundred dollars a month. So like, yeah, we're pretty. Look, yeah, it's not going to be an issue for a minute. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. Hey, if we finish our podcast, Chris, and we never reach that goal, can we just do like it anyway? <laughs> like after? Yeah, pr- sure, probably. But don't say that. Say that the only I, reason that we're going to do that is if we get to $1,400 a month. And you can help us out by pledging on Patreon.com. You also get extra stuff. You get uh, bonus audio. You get outtakes, which are very funny, that Jake and Allie compile. Allie, I think we still need... That. The, I think you have like an hour of, of Zena Biz so content. Much. I'm working on it. I'm actually putting one together. I keep saying that, but it's true. We also have pins at the $15 level, uh, including the Act Sorry pin. And I really want to make the bootleg Act Sorry pin <laughs> now. The Get Sorry pin. Ridiculous. Huh? One of our other guests made for us a bootleg. Yeah, Chrissy O'Brien oh. Murphy created the bootleg version of our Act Sorry pin. <laughs> with an off-model Luna and a mistranslation that says get sorry. Oh, that sounds funny. Uh, but you can join these fine people here that we would like to thank, like Sailor Katie. Thank you, Sailor Katie. Uh, like Brandon House, someone I know in real life. Oh, well, thank you, Brandon. Benjamin Sweeney. Benjamin, we appreciate your help. Uh, Empathic Twitch. Thank you, Empathic Twitch. Kylie. Thank you, Kylie. Uh, Sailor Mouth. Sailor Mouth, thank you very much. And Pedro. Pedro, we appreciate you. That's everybody going back to the beginning of February. So if I missed you, if you have not been thanked yet, uh, do give me a call. It's The emails are weird <laughs> to keep track of, but Wait, I will do my best. You just told them to give you a call. Did I say give me a call? <laughs> yes. I don't, mean, I don't mean give me a call. Obviously, text me. I won't the phone. Yeah, don't call me. Never. <laughs> Rather die. I did not mean give me a call. You know what I meant. Get in touch. Send me a message on Patreon or email us at sailorbusinesspodcast.gmail.com. They're going to scour the internet, figure out what your phone number is. Please don't. Please don't. That is my request for you. All right. So are you ready to to get in to this? Yes, I am. Ready. All right. Here we go. (laughs) 
All right, everybody, we are watching the recently released on Blu-ray for the first ever time, Sailor Moon S, the movie also known as Hearts and Ice. It is uh, written by Naoko Takeuchi. No. Huh. Yes. What? Not according to yes. WikiMoon. Where does it say that? I read it. Did I have that wrong? No. Oh. I read it. Where? Right. What no. are you on? Are you on IMDb? I am, what are no, you on? Also what on, drugs are you on? I am also on the Wikipedia entry. Uh, on IMDb, I'm sure they will credit her as character by characters by. Well, now this is also the only uh, of the of the three movies. This is the only one that has that is based on a story from the manga, which is uh, the uh, Princess Kaguya's lover story. Right, but you know, which is 135 pages. Do you mean Princess Snow Kaguya, the princess in the moon, with the catchy name? Uh, this says. According to an interview with Naoko Takeuchi uh-huh. from October of 2001, uh-huh. she envisioned Princess Kaguya's Lover as the plot of Sailor Moon S the movie and proceeded to write the story all in one go. So I guess she wrote the she wrote the side story intending for it to be adapted to the movie. Okay. Okay. So the actual script was written by Sukihiro Tomita. The animation directors were Kazuyuki Hashimoto and Tadao Kubota. And the director, I, I would have put money that it was the absolute lad, uh, Kunihiko Ikuhara, but it is not. No. It is Hiroki Shibata, is the director of this guy. Uh, we know him from Defeat Rubius, the final battle in space. Usagi's idol, the graceful genius Michiru. Oh. Retire from the Sailor Sinchi? Minako's concerns. <laughs> uh, and the Grail's divine power, Moon's double transformation, uh, among others. Uh, but yes. I would have put money on it, and I will explain why when we meet Princess Snow Kabuki, uh, <laughs> Princess Snow Kaguya. I can't say her name. Are you all right? Princess Snow Kaguya later on. It's so catchy. Oh, and it was originally released on uh, December 4th, 1994, and Jordan, you know what that means. I do. Oh no, I accidentally hit the button that takes it out of the soundboard instead of the button that plays it. No! Christmas. This is the worst thing that's ever happened. Do an Christmas. impression of it. I'm okay, correction. It. This is the worst thing that's ever happened. Oh, wow. That's a real dick. I'm sorry. That was rude. That was mean. Shit. It's almost Christmas, everybody, <laughs> in 1994. What did you get for Christmas 94, Jordan? 94? Uh, yeah. So let's see. I was 14. Now I have no fucking clue. That was more than half my life ago. Uh, Allie, <laughs> did you get anything for Hanukkah in 1994? Probably a lot of stuff. You were still in Canada because you moved to America in 1997. Yeah. Oh, who remembers? Yeah, I mean, that was when we had, like, money. So, <laughs> probably. <laughs> no, the Canadian dollar is much weaker than America. So when my mom moved from America, from being a stockbroker in America to being a housewife in Montreal because she couldn't speak French and so wasn't allowed to work, she had nothing to do. So she just, like, chilled with us, bought us stuff. Oh, how the turntables. Don't worry. <laughs> I almost certainly got Batman the Animated Series action figures that year for Christmas. Nice. Maybe a video game. I would have been a well, sophomore in high school. What? In 1995? No, 94. 94 to 95. You were yeah. in high school? Yeah. I was a toddler. I'm older than what? you. <laughs> what? I'm 39. Nine. Gross. Oh. <laughs> how, how old oh are you? Oh my god, you're just... I'm 30. <laughs> I'm a young, spry 36. <laughs> oh, so you guys are much closer. 
I wouldn't go that far. Well, mathematically, we are close. Yeah, mathematically, you are. (laughs) It's four. All right, so uh, we start with a cold open. Cold open. (laughs) Because it's snowing. Yeah, you got it. (laughs) You got it. (laughs) Congratulations, you did it. Let me let me let me start with my first note really quick, which is animation is so good. But then very quickly into the into the movie, I realized I didn't really think that it was just, <laughs> was it's wrong. just so beautifully high res. Yeah. On Blu-ray, I was like blown away by how high res it was, but like like you in an individual frame, it was like so high res you could like see that it was drawn. Like you could see all the imperfections of the lines. It was kind of like mental how high res it was. Yeah, that mm. that new Blu-ray is nice. Yeah, uh, I remember being a little disappointed by the Blu-rays for the first season of Sailor Moon, and I didn't know if they were worth it. Uh, the movies look good. The movies look extremely good. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I, I the same way. But I, I will say it is better animated than I mean, the show. Yeah, yeah. This is where the upgraded transformation sequences and attacks come from, and this is why World Shaking and Deep Submerge and Dead Scream look so good. Because we we have them here. Yeah. Uh, so yes, our opening uh, is Kakaru Azora discovering a new comet. I thought oh, he was no. at the Getty Center in LA. I thought he was American because he's blonde and white and was at the Getty Center. Like the 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 thing, you know, everybody's like, oh, they did it in La La Land. You the know, Griffith like Park the- Observatory. That's what am I saying? The Getty Center? The fuck yes. is the Getty Center? The I Griffith Park Observatory is what it looked like. And it's on it a does. cliff, it's on the water. I truly thought that this was like a jet setting kind of thing, like, oh, he's in Los Angeles. But then apparently you can run from uh, the Juan district of Tokyo to Los Angeles. So. <laughs> no. Well, he's no. definitely not in America because uh, we, we will find out later that his girlfriend came all the way from America <laughs> to basically call him an idiot. But that's actually the second thing. The first thing you see is a, a, an ice lady fondling the earth. Uh, yeah, you see that. And here's why I thought this was directed by Ikuhara. Um, I have tried to think of a more delicate way to say this. But I, I feel like the only way to really get it across is that her entire titties is out. Yeah. My note <laughs> is boobs out. <laughs> yeah, they're really out. And also, it's very unrealistic because she is enshrouded in ice very cold and yet her nipples where where they be where are the nipples she's from space space people don't have them my nipples come out at the slightest chill sorry i'm talking about my nipples (laughs) (laughs) but like it's unrealistic even in the summer and it's like a gust of wind they're like hello hello everybody it's such a problem and yet this woman is just five in the fucking ice caps well whatever So two things I want to say about that. One, first of all, in this first scene, she's wearing uh, a very sheer uh, outfit, which covers her her breast. Well, you you think it's going to. You think it's going to be a thing like, oh, this is a very strategically placed diaphanous nope. gown. No, <laughs> absolutely not, my man. Later, later, it moves aside. Yeah, we get to we get to see the whole the whole titties. Also, I <laughs> uh, I clicked on her name in Wikimoon, and the the image of her in Wikimoon does have nipples. Uh, <laughs> it is from the comic. It is a uh, Naoko Takeuchi nipples uh, drawing. So, what is her name? What is this character's name? I want to see. This is Princess Snow Kaguya. Here, I'll send you guys a link. In the, in Which the is account. weird because this is the name that uh, Kakaru gives to the comet. 
Yeah, I thought Princess Snow Kaguya was like his fantasy. I didn't realize that this was the actual Princess Snow Kaguya. No, no, it isn't. Oh, it isn't. her There's nipples. A... There they are. Okay. <laughs> yes. There's a scene later where he see where he meets her and he says, like, I was right, you are Princess Snow Kaguya. And she's like, nice name. I think I'll keep it. Or some shit oh, like that. Okay. Uh, yeah. But we'll we'll get to that. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's essentially as though he like if you don't know, uh, this is a thing that I found out through Sailor Moon Drops. <laughs> because Sailor Moon Drops had an event based on this, and I had questions. <laughs> uh, this is based on a uh, a piece of Japanese folklore uh, called the Tale of the Bamboo Cutter, uh, which is it, it's it's a very very well known story. So this would be like if uh, I I mean I would be shocked if uh, what was his name uh, Ephraim Hezekiah Pioneer when they did the dub because you know unfortunately H original Cloverway had passed by this time. I would have been surprised that if he did not like name her Snow White. You know, oh, it's that kind of thing. But I think she's question. just called Princess Kaguya in that. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't I don't see anything about that. Well, Ali, what was she called when you uh, watched it? You watched the old dub. Yeah, I don't I don't remember. <laughs> I don't know what they called her. They, she's just like, I'm the cold lady. The That's right. She's lady. the cold lady. <laughs> Cracking open a cold lady with the boy. I don't know. She's cold. She's she's like the evil ice snow queen, queen. ice queen, snow queen, ice queen. Yeah, frozen. All of these would be acceptable fairy taleish names. For frozen her. femme. Yeah, know. her her new name in the dub should be should be Princess Elsa. <laughs> oh yeah, let sure. it go. God damn it. So yes, she wants to come and uh, as Usagi will say later, turn the whole world into a snow globe. So mm. he sees. Well, here's the thing. He's a dumbass. This guy's a dumbass for the entire movie. So I'm going to start here. He has doctorates. He is a professional scientist. Who is a reputable man. I mean, look, he is a dumbass, but he's also smarter than literally everyone else in the movie. Unfortunately, just just goes uh, to show uh, that like men can be really mediocre and still achieve (laughs) the highest levels of honors. I mean, look, that is true. No, I don't. I'm not going to allow that to be true. Also, he go you like you, you said. Wait, he you're discovers- not going to want it to be true, like in life, because like, yeah. oh my god, news, buddy. no, no. The fact that he, this guy is the smartest person in the thing, I'm not going to. I'm going to be lambasting him. So too bad. Okay, I think his girlfriend is the smartest person in the thing. Well, she is. Except, well, we'll get to it. So okay. So he says he discovers a comet. Except he discovers a meteorite. Right. It falls to Earth, blob style. Uh, did mm-hmm. you guys ever see the original Blob? No. Yeah. Uh, no, I have not. A meteor falls, and then somebody goes I don't and watch touches scary it. Movie story, and it you know it's that? the fucking blob. It's from the fifties. <laughs> it's not scary. <laughs> All right, don't brag about how brave you are. <laughs> All right. So anyway, he goes after this meteorite, and he it's really shiny, and he finds that it crashed on the beach, and thankfully no one else on Earth saw it, even though it's a giant fucking city full of people. And <laughs> oh yeah, also. I mean, we're going to find out this later. Like, nobody believes him because, like, NASA didn't see this thing. And it's yeah. like, well, NASA's fucking dumb then. It's a giant comet that lands no, in Tokyo. hang on. It's not a comet. Stop saying it's a fucking comet. It's a comet according to the movie, Jordan. And I think this guy has multiple doctorates. Well, how many doctorates do you have? Uh, well, guess what? His girlfriend also has a, has doctorates. And so does everyone at NASA. And they didn't see a fucking comet because it's mm. not a comet. It's mm. a meteorite. Okay. Anyway. Why would that matter whether they see it or not? Well, because because uh, Himiko says that to him. She's like, are you sure you saw anything? Because NASA didn't see it. 
Right. Which is weird because it was like the last night and she was on a flight from America to Japan. Did she call up NASA every morning and go like, hey, y'all see the comments last night? I got to go clown on my boyfriend. It would have been news. Anyway, look, let's move on. Anyway. Uh, uh, let me just, I actually, I want to give a little bit of a, uh, 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 not a warning, but a, um, a, a disclaimer, which is to say, I enjoyed watching this movie. I had a good time. It was fun. It was a breath of fucking fresh air after the nightmare that was this goddamn horse season. Yes. It was a blast. <laughs> it was good times. 100p. That being said, I have lots of nits to pick with it. Um, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I was going to say this for the end, but I think we can all agree. It, it, it's no Sailor Moon R, the movie. <laughs> no, no. That was Promise fucking amazing. Rose. Yeah, that yeah. was great. This I don't is think there's going to be any crying on this up. This is good, though. It's good. I'm cry- I've am i been crying all day. Like, no. <laughs> it is a, it's a perfectly good Sailor Moon story. It's, it's fine. If it was half an hour, it would be an episode. And it, <laughs> no one, it, it could have easily been an episode. Um, and we could get into that later. Like, what they could cut, what they should have cut, why it should have been an episode. But it's but it's but it's a good time, and so my my, uh, my disclaimer was just to say I'm I have lots of criticisms and criticalness of it, but I'm not I don't hate it. I'm not hating on it. I'm having a good time poking holes in it. Okay. All right. So we we get all that the this thing crashes to Earth. Uh, Kakaru finds a little crystal in this crater. Wait, wait, wait. We've been recording for forty minutes, and we're two minutes into this movie. Yep. What? <laughs> We have to find out what Ali's Sailor Moon developments were, Jordan. No, I know, but that's... I didn't think we were We have to find out if Darian Shields has nipples or not. It's very important research. (laughs) All right. We get to the opening part of the show. Yes, which is fantastic. They go to an occult store. Have you... Did you notice? Oh, yeah. They go to the spooky fortune-telling store. And they find, like, a voodoo doll of Yusagi, which is Well, I assume she made that. She put the face on it, right? That's yeah, amazing. she puts the puts the face on it. We get this really fun shopping montage, yeah, set to the theme of the show, right? So it's not the actual like introduction; it's just the intro song. And while I was watching it, I was sort of struck with this nostalgic feeling of, you know, my childhood. But also watching Sailor Moon now feels very dated because it is. It's like twenty something years old at this point, and. I realized that Sailor Moon, I think, is the first thing that I remember from childhood as being nostalgic, but can also recognize as being dated. Because other than that, everything that's dated is sort of like beyond me. It's like, oh, old TV that was for another time or another generation. But Sailor Moon feels dated and also like is familiar to me. Right, right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Like I'm 30 now getting older my joints hurt i'm tired oh, all the time listen you know? uh my joints don't actually hurt it just felt like the right thing to say but 30 is <laughs> fine but i will tell you right now less in stock 35 hits like a motherfucker just wait <laughs> just give it give it a minute uh but i will say um in addition to just the r r5 six senchi because chibi's there yeah also the outers are here mm-hmm. all all three of them no yeah. no uh saturn obviously saturn no, no, no. does not get to be in this which no. it should be no pluto because now pluto isn't really a planet anymore <laughs> not sat like should have switched it good point well she does she does use pluto planet power right so but, but that's pluto, wrong. pluto wasn't a planet after that 
Uh, yeah, or wasn't right. it planetized again? It was deplanetized. Isn't it like back in no. some way? I it's believe not... it is considered a dwarf planet. Yeah. Okay. I want to talk about uh, Mina's fashion show. Yes, it's oh! very good. It's extremely good. <laughs> I know what you're going to say. <laughs> uh, Love Never Changer? Love Never love Changer. Never changer. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? She's a love never changer, man. Like, I don't know how we can be more clear about this. That's a t-shirt that was, she wears um, that says love never changer. That could be her new attack. That was Andrew Lloyd Webber's first take for the uh, love never dies title. <laughs> if she, if she like shot laser beams out of her hand while going love never changer, we'd all love it. I'm trying so. to make any sense out of it. Changed. It makes like, love stay the same. I think it's supposed to be love never changes, right? But it's um, there is a mistranslation. I, I don't feel like that one was that hard to understand. I assume you're yeah, right. Yeah, pizza coffee. I don't have to look into it. No. Pizza coffee, fruit pallor. That was a typo. <laughs> so this pallor. is a typo. It said that one time. The last outfit Mina wears is she's wearing a giant uh, fur coat, uh, lots of rings, lots of makeup, a tiny little cocktail dress. And Artemis as a stole. Yeah, she wears Artemis, which I knew you would like. Of course. She kills him and wears him. <laughs> He's dead now. Don't worry. Uh, this will be the only time Artemis is useless or useful in this entire episode. Yeah. And just so you it's know. It's his most pleasant scene in the, in the film. Yeah. Artemis kind of has a rough time in this one. He does provide an info dump at one point. Um, then we cut to the... Bookstore. Well, he does. I mean, we'll we'll get to it. Yeah. No, I know. The bookstore is very good because uh, Usagi is reading Sailor Moon and laughing her <laughs> ass off. Oh, yeah. and I guess Venus is reading Sailor V and laughing her ass off. And uh, and Ami is buying a stack of math books, like a literal, a literal stack of math books. Yeah, yeah. It's very good, and uh, the outers are just hanging out, looking cool. They're like grown ups. Yeah, I was gonna ask, how old is Setsuna supposed to be? Because she's like. She, she looks like everyone else's mom. Like she's dressed for work. She's eight hundred thousand years old. Well, I mean, she is thousands of years old, right? I mean, that's the whole deal. Okay, fine. Everybody fine. has an alter ego except for her. Everybody has like everyone else is like parading as high school students or junior high school students. She's just the guardian of time. Wait, she's just here. Doesn't she have a door to fucking watch? What is she doing out on a? No, she's just hanging out. Yeah. That was also a question that I had. The door is fine. Because in order for Setsuna to be there, it has to be like towards the end of the season, right? Right, when time is already like at stake. Yeah, shit has heated up at this point since she outers. Uh, was time at stake? I always liked Seppuppudo when I was a kid um, because they never showed any of her episodes really for me. So she was very mysterious and I would see like five sailor pluto shrine websites on the anime turnpike and be like who is she is she real and then i'd start to do like some haphazard research like i was a child i don't know how to do things but i would look up pictures of her and like read about her attacks i thought she was so cool uh that's because she is so cool right but like she's pretty secondary as far as like oh i would say less than secondary (laughs) (laughs) she is the Eighth most important Sailor Scout we have encountered thus far. Who's the ninth? Who's nine? Venus. Uh, we haven't. We had at this point in the show, we had not gotten to Saturn. Uh, it, oh, okay. I guess. I think we all knew what was coming. Well, yeah, because there's eight of them and they're missing one. 
I guess maybe Memory was the ninth most important scout. Oh, he does not count. So the girls are out shopping. And then uh, a bunch of sexy ice ladies show up, right? Is that how it happens? No, no, no. no. Hold on. Well, we open up with Serena. I'm I'm sorry. We have to get Luna with a cold first. And there's all sorts of plot. Yeah. Serena's eating takoyaki and she burns her tongue because it's too hot. That is a recurring theme in the film. They talk about going to space and how exciting it would be. You're from the moon. Woman, she, they, you're they've from, been to space. Hey, you've been, you fly, you go there. <laughs> you been, they went to space in the last movie. And she talks about like, oh, wow, space. Wouldn't it be cool to go to space? You've been. Well, also, don't forget the, the we have to mention cuteness, which is uh, when they envision going to space, uh, Usagi imagines a uh, herself in a spacesuit that has special helmet room for the odongos a little ball. it's an astronaut oh, yeah. helmet with odongos which is extremely cute Have yeah. we, has anyone cosplayed this oh that's a good question i mean statistically yes <laughs> well, please send us pictures please send us your most obscure sailor moon cosplay please send us your avocadoras <laughs> somebody must have done avocadora right somebody has to but the thing about flying to space is that usagi wants to fly to space with Mamoru, her boyfriend, and how in love they are, and it's going to be so romantic. And then and Luna just goes like, I'm a cat. What do cats know about love? Fuck off, Artemis. Fuck off, well, everybody. I'm going home. Well, no, it's Usagi says it. Yeah. Because like, Luna's like, ah, Sailor Moon, shut up. <laughs> like, I, I, Usagi, shut up. By the way, they're out in public, by the way, oh, yeah. and there's a lot of cat talking going on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, but, and then it's Usagi who goes, what do you know about Luna? You're a cat. Which is pretty mean. And then yeah. Luna's like, "You're right, I am a cat." And then Artemis You're is not like, "I am a cat." What? And she's so she like fakes sick so she could go home. No, she's really sick. But she fakes it to like get the fuck out of there. I think she's pissed off. And Artemis is like, "I'll walk you home," and she's like, "Fuck you." Yeah, I mean, it's not a big deal, Artemis. You know what? <laughs> she's right. Artemis sucks. I mean, he does. Yeah. Hey, Jordan, he should have stayed behind yeah. that video game where he belongs. How can you? How can you? You have to consider Artemis's feelings. No, Artemis. He's a cat. Artemis can That's suck it. That's something that uh, Minako says in the film. Artemis can oh. suck it. He's a loser in this movie. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, you're not wrong. So, speaking of Luna actually being sick, oh, actually, uh, I have I have a confession to make. Yeah, uh, I don't want to hear any of your confessions about Luna <laughs> in this movie, Jordan. This is a confession about Luna. Oh, shit. Ooh, boy. Sometimes when I'm alone. No. no, it's that's not what it is. Uh, it's that this is the purplest she's ever been. Oh, she's okay. purple all through this film. Yeah, the, the, they at some. This is the point at which I guess they went. Oh no, you know what? Let's just make her purple because she is pretty purple. Gotta be I, purple I, on the big screen, baby. I like. I again, I always argue that no, she's black, and usually she is. And I, I will point you to many screenshots that we have on our on our website that show Luna where she is like gray. She's not purple, um, but. In this, she's definitely purple. Okay. Yeah. Which is a bummer. Luna's walking away being sad about how she's a cat and she doesn't have love, except with this other cat who has a crush on her, but he sucks. That's that's racist. What? I mean, it's not really. To be like, obviously, we have to pair off the only two cats in the show. I think that's specious. Specious. I mean, also, they have paired off the only two cats in the show, Jordan. Well, not yet. This is before they had a future baby. Mm -hmm. It is. It is. Mm -hmm. Uh This is because this is super. 
Or this is S, I mean. Not I mean, technically, the whole show is before they have a baby. Right. right. But this is before we find out they have a baby. Before they even know. Yes. Okay. Anyway. All right. So the point is, yes, she's walking around being sad. And, and she's, sick. She's sick. So she passes out in a crosswalk. Yeah, she, she was waiting is... for the light to change. She's a cat. She doesn't have to, but she's like following the rules. She's like, well, come on, light, change. I gotta go you, home. You can't, she'll get hit by a car. Yeah, which is what run. happens. It, 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 it really comes close to happening. And listening, listen, again, this is another one of those things where this, this, this whole movie is designed to make this fucking idiot scientist smarter than he is. Yes, it's very nice of you to save a cat's life. He jumped in front of a speeding car to save a cat. I don't know why you think this guy is such an idiot. I think I'm going to blow this thing wide open in That's a minute. That's fucking crazy. I mean, yeah. But, okay. you know, he cares about cats, unlike some people. I love cats. I care about cats so much. But I wouldn't jump in front of a moving car to save a cat. What if the love of your life was crawling in front of a moving car? Would you this, dive and roll and save her? This is not the love of his life. Yes, she The will. movie will confirm that. <laughs> what if it was a cat her. that you knew was going to turn into a people later? He doesn't know that, and she, she doesn't want him to know that. Or does he? No, he doesn't. Or does he? He doesn't. Or, do, or does he? We'll find out. Anyway, yeah, he saves yes. her and he takes her home, and he, like, nurses her like a person. Yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> like, oh, you have a... Yeah, he like he like he puts her in a bed. <laughs> he puts her no, in his bed clock. and he sleeps in the chair. Yeah, he puts like he reads he, like he puts like covers over. Doesn't he give her like a hot towel? Oh, he gives her like yeah. a cold compress, a hot. Yeah, he towel. mops her brow. Hey, Chris, you want to do a little fashion corner for us? Uh, I would, but I don't have the movie in front of me. Oh, are you not watching along? No, because I only have it on Blu-ray and uh, MacBooks no longer have an optical drive. Oh, oh yeah, I'm watching the DVD that came with the Blu-ray. Anyway, well, I'll I tell don't you, have an wearing. optical drive. Period. So. A puffy, like pink sweatshirt uh -huh. over a button-up lined purple and blue pinstripe button shirt. Uh huh. Who for science guy? Yeah, it's absurd. So what you're saying is he's a he's a fashion icon. <laughs> okay. We stand. <laughs> he says that Luna. Also, by the way, he tells Luna she has a fever. Yeah. Did he take her temperature? No. 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 I think he must have. Whatever you're thinking, no. <laughs> He's a scientist. <laughs> so he has rectal thermometers around. Jordan, no. Science. Boo. That's how you take a cat's temperature. What the fuck do you want? That's I, a really good I meet want cute, to too. not hear the word rectal thermometer on this show. Especially <laughs> in reference to a cat. <laughs> That's, That's how you wanted. take their... Anyway, the next morning, as you said, yeah, he slept on the chair next to the bed that she was sleeping in to watch over her in her time of sickness, which Luna, Luna does a traditional thing, a very traditional storybook thing where she falls in love with her nurse uh mm -hmm. he nursed her back to health and now he she is in love with him she looks at him with quivering wet eyes <laughs> that's just the fever don't don't pay any attention boy oh boy um, yes. the thing is jordan you are not wrong about any of this no that's uh, that is what happens then but then his girlfriend 
wait, wait, up. hold on, wait, what? Not See, quite now, yet. This is, not, it's you're, weird because you're, you're not ahead. watching the movie, so you're jumping yeah. through it. Yeah, because I I'm remember done. what's important. Okay. Well, basically, the scouts notice that Luna's gone, and they're like, did she run away? Where's my cat? Where'd she go? We do get a an HD high-res oh, uh, Usagi <laughs> versus Ray tongue battle. <laughs> yeah. I also I wish love... you would have described it in a different way, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> and th- it's really weird because the scouts accuse Usagi of bullying Luna. Yes. <laughs> and and you Usagi's just... like, no, have you not watched the show? <laughs> I also just love how unique this show is in that every character has multiple outfits. They have their own clothes. They have wardrobes. And whoever is drawing this, like, it's an annoying detail probably to have to redraw new outfits every other scene i fucking love it yeah yeah it's 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 good that's why i always do uh try to do fashion corner because it's like really fun right to see that the girls have a personal style so this guy feeds luna cat food but also feeds her sugar candies yeah, is this a thing you're allowed to do to cats no oh, <laughs> do not give cat. your cats sugar candies i always thought it was like cat food but like no they specifically say like he does give her cat food but then there's also a little thing of like little stars Mm -hmm. that they specifically say are like sugar candy yeah and that's because that's what kisses taste like oh cool so the scientist has a girlfriend and she's an astronaut and she She is an astronaut and she's very cool she's going to space and that's the newest thing that uh everybody sees at the beginning which is why they're talking about space which is why usagi actually does bully luna and for a moment, science yeah. guy, science guy is like not that excited for her. She's like, "I'm going to space. This is my last week. I came to spend it with you before I go to space because I'm an astronaut and I'm going to space. That's what astronauts do. Um, so be happy for me." And he's just like, mm, "I'm kind of really into my own stuff right now. Like I discovered <laughs> meteor. Um, there's a princess in the moon. I'm busy. Like." good for you i guess okay so this is what i wanted to get to yeah okay okay. this dude the the reason he's not excited about her is that he was made a laughing stock he was made disgraced rightly so continue he was made disgraced (laughs) his claim slash discovery Uh that there was a magical force in the moon that included a princess yeah what part of that is wrong jordan what part of so, that is incorrect? Well, first of all, is it I'll, zero parts? Because it's zero parts. Well, first, I'll tell you there. There, it is incorrect. Uh, he believes in a very. First of all, if you want to get technical, he believes in a very specific princess who isn't real. Uh, <laughs> but second of all, this is a pet peeve of mine because yes, this is a fantasy show, and a thing that sometimes will happen in fantasy shows or supernatural shows or things like that is they put in a rational skeptical character and then go haha you fucking idiot and i'm like no you you're a fucking idiot (laughs) you're right jordan it's the skeptics that are truly oppressed i'm not saying skeptics are oppressed although they are uh i'm saying that they're made to look wrong because in the fake world of fantasy they are wrong but in the real world of real life they are right to me i would prefer they just don't just don't have a character who sits there going, that's ridiculous. There's no such thing as a princess in the moon. If you're going to then go, guess what? There is a princess in the moon. Yeah, well, there is a princess in the moon. And also... Uh, Himika, no, there isn't. She lives on Earth. There are the remains of a uh, princess-based society on the moon. That was a long time ago. 
Was it's it? In the future. We don't know how long ago it was. In the future. No, in the future, she lives in Tokyo. Future, she does live in Tokyo, Ali. I'm sorry. God. God damn it. I thought they like <laughs> re- like they did a Tokyo on the moon. Look, <laughs> this is this is Sailor Moon S. This is season three. These girls have been Sailor Scouts for three seasons. No, I'm not saying I can't accept that Sailor Moon is real in Sailor Moon. I'm saying no. I'm saying that Himiko is like like wrong because like everyone should know that there are Moon Princesses now. He has no research. He has no proof. He just has his hunch that he's always believed in for his entire life. And that whenever he looks at the moon, he gets a feeling yeah. inside of him. That's not science. Yeah, he's yeah, an anti-scientific. No, it, that doesn't matter. It does it, matter because he's no, right. No, it doesn't. That's not science. Sci- the way science works is you have to back things up. You have to actually figure something out. Yeah, uh, but he's right, though, is the thing. He's right, no, though. that's not how science works. If I went back in time. Uh-huh. And I say, guess what, dipshits? Everything's made of atoms. You know then that because you be have right. proof. No, you didn't just have a gut fucking feeling. I don't have proof. I don't have <laughs> so a like, microscope. You have proof in the world where you learned it. This is so complicated. The, and the thing that upsets me, well, there's the two things. You're Everything right. The fact, that you. it's, the fact that it's not scientific method and he's supposed to be a respectable scientist. Is... He has multiple PhDs, by the way. This is where we find out he has PhD. What is it? It's in rocket science. Yeah. Biology, I think, is in one of them. Uh, and something else. Here's a funny astrophysics, probably. I don't know. Here's a funny thing, though, about having multiple doctorates. Everybody thinks it means like you're the smartest person alive. It means you're stretching yourself thinner and like like you're good enough to get these degrees. But like, what are you doing? It means he kept going to school instead of getting a real job. Exactly. It, it means he couldn't it. actually do any research or actual stuff. He's just in school. He's still learning. He doesn't know anything guys physics biology medicine and aerospace engineering those are his four phds yeah that's a lot though that's a lot of stuff and and again one of them is a is medicine right anyway uh, chris i'm trying to think of what you care about like imagine if i wrote a uh, if somebody wrote a movie right where uh the people who love christmas are 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 like thought are shown to be idiots because Christmas sucks. And it's like, well, in the world of this movie, Christmas does suck. So yeah, we did a movie about how Christmas is dumb and everybody who thinks Christmas is good is dumb. Like that's, there's no reason to do that. Like, why are you doing that? I'm so confused. The point that's me going, I, I understand Sailor Moon is real in Sailor Moon world, but why are you taking the time to go? Here's a person who believes stuff that's true in real life. And we're going to humiliate them. Because it's not true in fake world. No, I look, believe it or not, I actually agree with you. It's poor oh, storytelling. Okay. okay, thank you. But that is not a problem with his character. His character is correct. He's the only one who is right. Because he's the only one who's like, there's moon princesses. Listen, here's the thing. For, he's right for the wrong reasons. Go ahead. Yeah, he's right for the wrong reasons, but he is correct in that he is like, he believes that there is more to life than just science and that what you can tangibly discern which is out there that there's also like magical forces at work he doesn't know why he has no reason to believe it but he has that feeling okay so like yeah he is kind of dumb and because he works in a science field the fact that he doesn't have any tangible proof means that he's gonna get laughed out of his fucking job like yeah of course but there I, is a princess in the moon. 
I feel like this is a better scene, though, if Himeko is like the only person who believes him. Because she's immediately, when he's like, hey, I saw something. Again, he says a comet, but whatever. Uh, when he says, hey, I saw a comet last night, Himeko's like, did you, though? Like, she immediately is 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 like, mm, you might just be dumb. Have you thought you're dumb, actually? <laughs> I like where she's coming from, because here we have these two scientists who, they were in school together, they worked together, um, but she's all into the facts. And her boyfriend, her love, the love of her life, is into like weird fantasy shit and she's like a hard science kind of girl and when he keeps talking about the fucking princess in the moon she's like my dude my guy you sound like a dumbass and i yeah. don't feel comfortable associating with you right now professionally or personally which is why she like storms out or no, no, no which no, is no. why he kicks her out yeah because he kicks her being, out yeah yeah because she's like she's telling him that the fact that he's talking about the princess in the fucking moon with no proof is basically disproving the fact that he has all of these degrees and that he has held down a science job before. So it's, he's kind of contradicting his own reputation. You know, his, he, his reputation is ruined. Like he is, yeah. he, he is. And rightly so. But not rightly so. Cause he's right. <laughs> no, no, no. That's again, that's not how it works. It, like you have to show your work. You have to have reasons. If you know what he, he could, really you're right. Does, he could he have, does have evidence because he goes against the fucking crystal. What does the crystal mean? Though? How do we? We don't. He just says it's from there. How does anyone know? It's just a crystal. What is he supposed to do then? Take a video of the fucking meteor. This is Diagnose? the 90s. There's no video technology. Uh, that, yes, there was. They have TV all. in the 90s. Hello. Clearly yeah. not. There's that's He's false. A scientist. There's no, no video. They have. No, no they have money in science. They have income. <laughs> they have tools. Bring a fucking camera with you. Take a fucking Polaroid of the crash site. That people don't like Polaroids because Polaroids don't have negatives. But anyway, go on. To clarify what he's saying, I think he is saying, I think he, I think there are two things. I think there's a comet and a meteor, meteorite. Yes, because the comet he's is saying still she's there. the comet. And I, he's going, I discovered a new comet which we all know is the evil queen. Yes. And I think the comet dropped something. <laughs> right. Which again, yes. Guess what? He's fucking right. Except it's not a comet. Yeah. But yes, he's right. Other than that. He could have like, if he wanted to do things the right way and have people believe him, he could have, they had phones in the nineties, right? He could have called no. up some other science people, called up the news and been like, Hey y'all, I found this fallen thing it's in a crater in the earth we you should come check it out do that. wait wait wait, wait. Yes, no, we did. wait he picked what? up the crystal and took it to hold his on, house hold on, hold on. Here, here's the thing Th this thing about this meteorite this is actually completely incidental to the real matter that was what humiliated him that's not what humiliated him what humiliated right. him was that with no 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 evidence zero evidence no fucking crystals no nothing he just went hey we're all working on this thing to go to the moon that's cool because we'll get to meet the fucking princess there <laughs> and they're like what no he won't what are you talking about there he's is like, a moon princess but no, she's in tokyo right now is there is what? a moon princess they spent a season looking for her but she's not on the moon. She's not on the fucking moon. What? What is he basing this theory on? A feeling he has. 
He's a fanciful little boy grown up into a fanciful little man <laughs> with all these ideas and no proof. I'm sorry. As a fanciful like, little man, I take a lot of because <laughs> if I tell your ass that there's a princess, that there's a moon princess that exists, and then it turns out there's a fucking moon princess that exists, then I'm right. But it's not even the one that he wanted. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he says there's a princess on the moon, which there isn't. There are remains of princesses on the moon. There's a bunny on the moon. There's a man in the moon. His name was Aiken Drum. Do you remember that song? His eyes are made of pizza. His hair was made of spaghetti. And what? he's right up there in the... No. It's a children's song. I have song. no clue what you're talking about. And his about. eyes are made of pizza. pizza. I think that might be Canadian. Oh, shit. You're right. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> and his name was Aiken Drum. And he lives in the fucking moon. And whenever you look in the moon, there he fucking is. You don't believe me? This is a fact. He's up there. Like, yeah, she sounds like a crazy person. Thank you. Thank you. You're, you're welcome. <laughs> anyway. So anyway, look, let's move on. There's going to be lots of opportunity to talk about this guy's fucking mental ideas. Look, okay, I will, okay, yes, I will say it sucks that he, like, his girlfriend who has come back to Japan to see him and is like, hey, guess what? I get to go to fucking space. And he's like, cool. That's great, I guess. Say hi to the princess. <laughs> say, hi, say hi to the moon princess for me. Well, also, he's kind of pissed off because... He, I think, wanted to go there and see the princess himself, yeah. but we learn later that he's always had, like, health problems and, you know, couldn't pass the space tests. And here's his girlfriend getting to live out his dream instead. And it's hard for him to be happy for her because he wanted it for himself. And she's not even going to look for the princess. I guess he's just going to have to fuck that cat. <laughs> so he asks the cat what her name is. And Luna... Almost just says Almost Luna. Luna. <laughs> she catches herself at the last second. She still says L, which is not a sound cats make. <laughs> like no. she, she says, she says, it's Lu I mean, meow. <laughs> and then he he eventually guesses her name. He's like, oh, there's a moon on your forehead. I wonder if your name is Moon or Luna. And she's like, wow. And then he says, wow, your owner must have been really smart to name you Luna after the fucking moon on your forehead. Okay, two things. Two things. One, also cats don't react when you say their name. That's not a fucking thing cats do. A hundred percent. Beppy. Oh, he just looked. He loves me. Right, 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 right. My but boy. they don't they don't comprehend most of the things you say. Yeah, unless unless you have a murder podcast, your cat will not respond to its name. Well, no, that's not necessarily true. Again, they know their names. Uh, they're, they're... I'm sorry, Luna nods. No, and yeah, goes, no. Meow. A hundred percent, I agree with you. I will say it's one of those things that people just accept in in fictional shows, though, like that dogs and cats understand things. Oh man, it would be great dumb. if people just accepted things in fictional shows, like crystals or psychics. But well, I think it's on. dumb. No, I think it's a terrible idea. Like, like how many, like how many shows have you seen where where a dog like understands what's going on and does things in, in well, reaction? Dogs can, dogs do understand that. Okay, asshole. Jordan. Okay. What is it? What's the the Incredible Journey where the what is it? The journey where the three pets go home. Yeah, Incredible Journey. You Homeward Bound. Homeward, Homeward Bound. Bound. Thank Homeward you. Bound, the Incredible Journey. The incredible Journey. Yeah. Correct. Those animals seem to understand. Well, they miss a big point about the fact that their owners are coming back, but like they spoke English in that. Yeah. Yeah, look, dog. A dog, if you say a dog's right. name, is going to go. <laughs> like dogs, dogs know. Cats, cats do not react. Know their names. Yes, they. Okay, well, depends on the cat. They don't but, nod but, and go. That's it. No, you're right. <laughs> Obviously, Luna is. Right. 
Luna is being ridiculous. <laughs> she, she is communicating with him in a way that cats don't really do. So this is preposterous again. Well, he believes that there's a princess on the moon. So like he. Yeah, you have to give this guy a break. He's a dummy. <laughs> then he feeds her some sugar, a thing that he should not do. Yeah. And his girlfriend, meanwhile, is standing outside the apartment the entire time listening to him talking to this fucking cat. Which is weird. Oh, and then he does this little rhyme about, like, if I wish upon a candy, the, <laughs> the, the princess will show up. <laughs> Which I was like, what? I, I'm guessing it's a Japanese thing, but I don't know. When you wish upon a candy. <laughs> and then Luna, Luna is like, oh, no, I'm DTF. <laughs> she presents. Yep. <laughs> Not since Rhett Butler have we seen Luna this ready to get down. <laughs> um, so he realizes that her is that there. Oh no, he talks about the bamboo cutter. Yeah, he, he talks about the the Princess Kaguya story. And she, yeah, she she is a hundred percent in love. And this is when I wrote in my notes. She really does not love Artemis. No, like a hundred percent confirmed, like a hundred percent confirmed because she is she is in love with this guy and is going like, I have never felt anything. Like this I have definitely life. never felt anything like this when I've been hanging out with Artemis because <laughs> that guy sucks. It turns out, uh, but this guy, mama like. <laughs> then, then we get the scene that that. Uh, uh, of the evil this princess. is where luna calls him daddy right i swear i remember Wait, that what? happening M- maybe in a minute first the 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 princess gets her boobs out yep is it look there's <laughs> something for everybody in this <laughs> she she physically blows a snowstorm at uh the world and it it makes uh these her precious snow dancers i really like the designs on these by the way because they're basically just white ladies in white gowns i really yeah. didn't like their war cry though which i feel like i have the the having been a xena podcaster for two seasons now i feel like i am the authority on ululation at this point would you like to do the war cry Allie? No, the, the snow not, monster war cry no because it's not great i heard that it was uh bad in the original dub that it sounds like like a chihuahua yeah it sounds like shit which is what i want <laughs> It doesn't sound like that in the in the new ones. Oh, what did it sound like? Uh, I don't even, I don't know. When we get to it, I'll try to listen carefully. Thank you. So basically, yeah, they fly down and they freeze Tokyo. In another very preposterous scene where she dances down, right? Everybody's like, what's going on? And then it literally proceeds to freeze every person on the street, every person walking, every car driving by, every single one. Except the two Usagis. Mm-hmm. Right. It just completely nails them all. They have like magic in their blood. Warms yeah, it just doesn't get that. Get that. Yeah, it just they're doesn't. magic. They're used to that because okay. they are princesses who live on the moon. No, they do not live on the moon. Mm, well, one of them used to. As far as I'm aware, uh, uh, yeah, I was, was going to say, Chibi has never lived on the moon. She's been there, though. Not that I'm they aware of. They go to the moon and R. Do they? Pretty sure. Are you? Yeah, I am R? actually pretty sure they go to the moon and R. <laughs> when? Isn't the, isn't there like a, a the whole thing where they go to the moon, or is that like you you know when we said that it was okay that she was naked because her mom was there? I don't remember, remember them that? being on the moon. No, I thought that happened. I, on the moon. I might be confusing it with something that happens in the first season. No, she was mooning you because she was naked. You got confused. Exactly. 
so all the scouts are there. They all transform full high res, uh, beautiful transformations. Very with their good transformation sequences. There are so many like butt curves, like not even just when they're oh, yeah. in the flashing lights, but after the skirts form, and you see like that very bottom curve of a butt cheek under the skirt, mm-hmm. which is not the what I the way that I remember it. I remember that like the legs just sort of went forever. They censored it in the old show. Yeah, just legs for days. <laughs> yeah, that's why I that's why I was convinced this was an Ikahara joint. Well, that's because it's it's hey everybody. It's a horny piece of media. Well, what what is the... Co- I mean, like, let's talk about this for a little. Let's talk about the concept of the magical girl. Wait, 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 wait. I want. I, I was about to hear uh, the, the war cry. Okay, yeah, let's do that instead. I mean, well, then we can talk about the concept of the magical girl. I just want to hear it. Oh, no, it is 100% Xena Ululations. It's Xena? Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah, they had it like... well 94 would have been before xena well but she didn't invent that sorry i mean xena was for ancient greece what do you mean before (laughs) xena she's been around for thousands of years she invented laundry she invented everything she like we have her to think for she invented laundry i would have thought the first person to wear clothes invented laundry well you are wrong okay so anyway, uh, this, oh, the concept of magical girls, please. Well, I just want to talk about it. Like, just I don't like I don't know what the first magical girl was, but there is something about this normal child. It's always a child. It's never. Well, how old was like is Gem and the Holograms considered magical girls? Uh, not really. OK, more in retrospect than at the time, certainly. Oh, so it wasn't like a take on it. No, because Jim and the Holograms was like 1985. And so the magical, the Maho Shoujo genre was virtually unknown in America. Okay. Like, what's, what's, like, I know there's an appeal to like transforming and becoming a magical girl. Like, I don't know what I'm even talking about. It's just like, if anyone <laughs> has more information on the subject, please chime in. Um. Well, according to Wikipedia, the, the, uh, oh, no, my, wait, regard- sorry my question my basically my question though is like is this for men or is it for women because during all these transformations it's all boobs and butts and then during the fighting all these upskirts and all of these kind of slutty outfits not to shame them but like they are a little revealing who is this for who is the magical girl for i would say that it's for girls but made by men but also naoko takeuchi's own artwork is yeah is very short skirts very short skirts very i mean there's there's plenty of of uh upskirt shots in the sailor moon manga right but for the most part it feels like it was made for women or made for girls i I think it was i just think it's a a a, i don't know i like a different i think that's one of those different cultural things i mean also uh, also we've been told many times that like there's a whole different connotation with the nudity and that sure. is more representative of like youth and innocence in Sailor Moon than it is when we get we get our eyes on it. Yeah, I mean, we're guess we're about to see like a naked ten year old in a few minutes, and right. it's not supposed it's to be sp- sparkly, sparkly. I, please, I, please, I, please confirm I, she's very sparkly. She's, she's very, very sparkly, sparkly but you can it. see like the crack of her butt, 
And her right, crotch well, and her chest. Like, she's a child. I mean, they're all children. All right. Basically. Hold on. Hold on. But also, don't forget, there's different different things for different people. Like, like it, it's totally valid for girls to want to see super cute girls, too. Yeah. Um, not again, she's not in necessarily a sexual way. No, 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 no. I'm talking about like, but like wearing cute skirts at, that are maybe too short, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think like you know, we just finished the Amazonas Quartet. I mean, I don't really think the Amazonas Quartet was created as like a masturbatory fantasy, but they're wearing skimpy outfits. Yeah. Is it like impact? Like J- Japan is like a modest society as far as showing your skin i mean and also like the concept of public baths and how nudity is normalized and you're sort of Mm -hmm. expected to just be comfortable naked in front of people and not feel shame or judgment but i don't know it's not like it's sec it doesn't feel like it's the male gaze looking at these naked bodies but the fact that they're showing these bodies at all doesn't feel Sometimes in Sailor Moon, it does feel that way. I mean, there are definitely shots where it's like, why did we do that? Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think the transformation mostly feels that way. Well, like, remember in the curry episode when uh, Chibius is making, trying to cook, and we just get this mo- the most blatant upskirt shot I've ever seen. <laughs> like, that's her yeah, crotch. Sometimes you do. Yes, but I think in that per, like that specific case, I think that's meant to be more comedic. But again, I th- like I don't think you're wrong, Allie. Yeah, they would never do that like on American TV. Like, oh, here's a kid's tushy. <laughs> no, but I mean, we do see right. stuff like that with. Uh, we also see stuff like that with with boy characters as well. Like like Shinchan is. I was just gonna say, like, yeah. naked ninety percent of the time. It's all about that little penis. Uh huh. <laughs> Okay. Sorry. A little little much. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. New famous quotes will be repeating for years. (laughs) No, we're bleeping that out. Honestly, Allie, we have to stop favoring you if you're going to be like this. Please stop favoring. I'm I'm making it easy for you to stop. Just stop. Cut to Café Etranger. Uncut to. (laughs) No, cut to Café Etranger. Stop doing that. That was gross. You did it. I didn't. I'm just laughing. No, we're at cutting it. to Cafe Etranger, which is where the uh, three outer senshi are hanging out and drinking coffee like the cool kids they are. Yeah, because they're, they're, they're grown up. They drink coffee. They're allowed. They're, <laughs> they're already fully grown. It's not going to stunt their growth. They, see, I mean, again, they are not uh, adults either, right? Like they are teenagers. Yeah, right, they're, but they're, to a 12 year old, they're like old ladies. Their transformations are a little sexier. <laughs> Their transformations are like full on ass cracks. Because, yeah, because you see belly buttons, which makes them look more naked. Mm. Yeah. The transformations look a lot less naked when they're all covered in glitter. But I mean, there are, they are covered in glitter, but they're glitter that yeah, shows the, their belly the buttons. The less detail you have. Right, right. Like if you don't have the entire ass crack. Right. right. Which they lovingly render on the <laughs> outers. They have that. They have the Sailor Uranus. It's like her full butt, and then Sailor Neptune is her full butt, and then like the V of her crotch. Like they define that V. I didn't see that, but I believe you. It was either her or Sailor Venus. Even it was one of the scouts. Just, just, just the crotch. Yeah. Is this the first time we've seen Pluto's transformation? I think so. I don't remember I'm not ever seeing it. Yeah, me neither. 
Well, she's never off duty, so she never really has to transform. Yeah, she's only like wearing civilian clothes for like two minutes in in S. It's like Superman. She's exactly like Superman, where his natural, his normal clothes are his space clothes, or his superhero outfit, and then he dresses up by wearing civvies, basically. Oh, uh, Ali, don't get us into the uh, what's the real disguise debate. We will be here all day. <laughs> he wears glasses, so we don't recognize him. It's not real. He can see just fine. <laughs> That's true. Um, all right, wait. Something here happens because the outers kill a snow dancer. Oh yes. yeah, right away. They, they uh, Uranus world shakings her to fucking death, which is pretty cool. <laughs> Not normal that someone aside from Sailor Moon kills people. Yeah, but the outers we know have like are more powerful, and they don't mind killing. <laughs> but, yeah. I, mean, I don't think I don't think Usagi's like trying I to know. spare people when she throws her moon tear at them. But yeah, we get a really cool instance of world shaking. Just wrecking them. Uh, then a cool thing happens. Two cool things. Two or one cool thing and one crazy thing, which is uh, Venus uses her crescent beam on one, blasts its arms and half of its head off. They oh, all God. think it's dead. It gets back up and freaks them all the fuck out. That was a little scary for me. <laughs> Maybe you can't handle the blob. I also didn't like how in the Deke dub they made a Venus de Milo joke. Oh, nice. Off. Um, I like it. No, I didn't. <laughs> So then something totally weird happens, which is Mercury does bubble spray and it actually sprays bubbles. Yeah, because uh, they, they're like, <laughs> wow, good thing that monster is dead. And then there's a jump scare where the monster, you know, opens up her eyes and jumps at him. And Mercury's like, Mercury bubbles. And it like she runs into those bubbles and it locks her in place. Yeah, you this know, like, is bubbles. not how that power has ever worked before. <laughs> Why is any well maybe it's maybe it's like you know water freezing at a water below freezing and it freezes oh. below the temperature. Why also Frozen why bubble. is anyone but Sailor Mars attacking these at all? Good point. Burn them. They're ice. Burn them. Set them on fire. Very good point. I sound so bloodthirsty. Burn them. Burn them. Um yeah, Just like bubble spray them. typically makes everything misty, and this time it actually made bubbles that held her in place i mean except that we, there is also an attack called bubble spray freezing also weird the snow dancers have just enveloped tokyo in basically a nuclear winter yeah so you spray water it freezes that's actually science <laughs> the uh the yusagis are getting chased by one they fool it by yelling look and it looks <laughs> and they run and hide behind a corner <laughs> that works that works enough that they can transform and they do and then we get to see chibi naked <laughs> and then once they transform we get um you know how sailor moon always says her little bit like here's something about the world and here's a pun about tying it together yep. um she talks about um what she says this time is our people have this again going by the deke dub she goes our people have warmth and heart which you know I don't know if Japan has been considered like a warm and nurturing sort of personable country. I thought everyone there is very like closed off, but okay. Um, and she's like, we would not tolerate your cold. And again, not to generalize an entire country. I'm just talking about like culturally, like hugging isn't really a thing there. Okay. Personal contact really isn't a, like a social thing. Whereas like I hug my friends in Japan, you don't hug your friends. Um, hmm. So like, they're not the, 
the worm is physically of people and Usagi does not remember that that is a thing. <laughs> like sometimes the show is very Japanese with, with its like ideals. Like something Tuxedo Mask says later is actually, I'll mention it later when we get to it. But sometimes shows like even like Gundam Wing talks about like really, really strictly Japan sort of idealization about the concept of love and war and society and watching it as an adult it's it's a little jarring all the time <laughs> now like, oh. ali you mentioned tuxedo mask are we about to talk about the greatest thing Wait. that's ever happened on the show no one one small thing before we get there because okay. we get a, a nice little uh twist on a, a trope which is uh so the dancer uh splits into like 10 versions of herself and spins around her so it's one of those we can't tell which one's the one and mm. usagi does the like traditional hero thing of being like grabbing her weapon and like focusing and is like the real one is that one and it's she's just wrong <laughs> she's just 100 <laughs> percent wrong <laughs> which is not how that usually goes uh it's pretty funny and the monster almost kills her except instead <gasps> that's me doing the noise Ta-ta-ta-ta. <laughs> oh, oh! Do you want me to? Do you want me to yes. do it? Yes. Okay. I'm. I'm sorry because I loaded it up. I loaded it up on the soundboard here. Okay. Um. Can you? Hang on. Let me. Let me. Let me find. Should it. I say I it gotta... again? Should I say it again? Oh, Give oh, me a second. Say... Okay. Oh, it's February. You know what that means, Chris? It's almost Christmas. So, so, oh. Hang. Hang on. Hang. I think I have to reload it. Hang on. Oh, of course okay. you do. Of course you have to reload the tuxedo mask sound. Well, I, ha- I look, I had to load up a bunch of uh, Xena mm-hmm. sounds. Right, time. right. Okay, so you're currently loading the tuxedo mask sound. Yes, I'm currently loading the tuxedo mask sound. Okay. Oh, okay. All right, now please set me up again. The monster grabs Usagi, and it would have gotten her if not for... He is tuxedo mask. I don't believe it. <laughs> what? <laughs> Who's Tuxedo Mask? You know, Darian. But that's not who shows up. Uh, yeah, no, that is not who shows up. You know, you know who shows up? Who's that? Santa Claus. <laughs> uh, it, this is the single greatest thing that has ever happened in Sailor Moon. Really? <laughs> yes. And I will, I will tell you why. Why? Because it is because actually... you love Christmas. We get it. We know you love I do it. Love Christmas. <laughs> I also do. You love Hanukkah though, because let me no. tell you, the dub about Hanukkah. The dub <laughs> no. is better. The new dub, dub is great because we get Sailor Moon, or, and we get Santa Claus, and Santa Claus is flying around in a blimp, advertising a sale at a right. uh, at a department store, and he, you know, he ho ho hos, and he says Merry Christmas. Then he whips off his Santa costume to reveal his tuxedo mask costume and says, and a happy new year. Then uh, he gives a little speech Mm -hmm. like he always does. Yeah, that's what I want to talk about a little. Okay, please talk about the speech. Well, no, you talk about the speech and then I'll chime in about the speech. Uh, Well, no, like my, my thing happens after the speech. Okay, well, in the Deke dub for the speech, he talks about how um i think i tried writing it down i didn't quite remember but winter is for us a long and difficult season and that's all right we accept it but we don't accept your permanent winter and again when i was talking about those like really intense japanese ideals there's a there's a phrase in japanese um i don't know the full version but i know the short version is shoganai which basically just translates to like oh 
can't be helped like it is what it is so like if somebody steals your seat on the subway it's just like shogun i um and i wonder if like it like what he's saying here it's like our winter is cold and we accept that we're fine everything's fine we can tolerate <laughs> anything like shogun i motherfucker <laughs> Nice. I wonder if in the in the Japanese version he actually said I think it's 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 shikata ganai is the full one. I wonder if he says it. I just thought that was like That's a great. weird silly thing. Anyway, Chris, back to you. Santa. Then he starts throwing shit at, <laughs> at the monster. <laughs> and one of the things he throws is a top. Yeah. And it's I th- I paused it on the Blu-ray. It's clearly just supposed to be a top. But then uh, in the dub, Tuxedo Mask goes, Laham! <laughs> and throws the top. Oh, what? Wow. Yes. Oh. I'm, I'm sorry. Was it <laughs> Tux- a trade? Tuxedo Mask confirmed for Japan's greatest Jewish superhero. You also yeah. don't say Laham when you're spinning a dreidel. Though. No, you don't. No, no. <laughs> no, you don't. But Tuxedo Mask oh. does. Yeah, he does. That's cu- Wait, that's really cute, though. They no, tried. it's really good. They tried. That's pretty ridiculous. So, <laughs> it helps destroy the monster. She does a spiral heart attack, which we haven't seen in a while. Uh, does she do spiral heart attack here or does she do rainbow yeah. moon heartache? No, that's later. Okay, that's no, later. Spiral okay. heart attack because she does the spinning on the ground and then the heart goes through <clears throat> the thing. Hits you like a truck. <laughs> uh, awesome, awesome attack. Beautiful. Uh, then, guess what? With the monster dead, everybody immediately unfreezes. And then immediately gets up and goes about their business as though nothing happened. It's fu- <laughs> fucking Juban, man. You think this is the first time they've ever been frozen? <laughs> they literally, they're not like, oh my God, what happened? Oh, let's help each other. No, they just go, huh? Uh, okay. And then walk. That's it. It's on. <laughs> just back to, back to the usual. And the, uh, the scouts are just like, all right, everything's back to normal. Awesome. This is great. <laughs> uh, meanwhile. The evil princess, queen, queen, whatever the fuck she is. Princess is Snow Kaguya. She's a princess. Well, that's not, that's, she isn't Princess Snow Kaguya yet. This is, not, this is not made by your parent company, Jordan. There can be evil princesses and good queens. Right, but she's not a princess in real life, as far as we're aware. Again, she will be called Princess Snow Kaguya, but she has not yet been called that. I love how even when um back sorry to jump around, but back in the scene when Science Boy is talking to his girlfriend about Princess Snow Kaguya, he was saying something in the Deke dub like, and her there is a princess of the moon and her name is Princess Snow Kaguya. Isn't that catchy? No. It's not. Uh, it's not catchy at all. It's actually quite a mouthful. So she's like going over her plan, and I don't think I get it. She's like, I guess I'm gonna have to change my plan. And I'll just, like, take over everything. Well, what caused her crystal to land on the Earth in the first place? Well, I I don't think she says that yet. I think she gets to that in a little bit. No, this is the scene where she says, I dropped my crystal and I want it back. So she's that scene right here? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's... So somewhere in here I wrote down, like, oh, I dropped my ultimate weapon. Like, What? She just accidentally dropped like her most important big weapon that does all of the stuff. Yeah, man. And sometimes and that's how it happens. Do, but then it didn't even do any of the stuff that it's supposed to do. It just it just got picked up by the science boy. Well, I think she has to be holding it and use it to do those things. Okay. That's true. So um all right. So Science Boy has it. We we cut back to his place. 
Uh, we see that he's got this crystal. It he starts has glowing. a name, and it's not Science Boy. What is Are you his sure? name? Kakaroo. Kakaroo the Science Boy? It's not. Science Boy is not part of it, Jordan. Kakaroo, Kakaroo, oh. Kakaroo, Kakaroo. Bill, Bill, Bill. Now he's going to appear. Um, so <laughs> we see that the crystal is there with him, and we see that it glows, and that somehow causes like pain in him. And Luna sees mm. that, and she's very disturbed by it. And that takes us to about kind of sort of the halfway point of the story. That's right. And 97 minutes of this recording. <laughs> We're all friends. We have a lot to talk about. We're 24 we minutes into the show. Movie. And yes. Yeah. The movie is also a show. It's a picture show. Jordan, you should know that. Okay. You love those. Shogunai. Shogunai. Can't be helped. You're Jordan. Cannot be helped. You love picture shows. Specifically Rocky Horror ones. Yes. Yeah. That's not good. It is. But go on. <laughs> I'm I'm glad we have found people who agree with me on that one. <laughs> oh, I, you're shocked to learn there are some people that don't like a cult film. Weird. <laughs> uh, check your tone, son. <laughs> let's move on. All right. All right. Well, before we go, yeah. let's let's talk about where people can find you on the internet if you want to be found, Allie. Yeah, so I'm on Twitter at Allie Stock, A-L-L-Y-S-T-A-W-K. AllisonStock.com is my website where you can see some of my not-so-recent photography work. And then if you want to see some of my more recent photography work, you can go to Instagram and look up AllisonStock underscore. I also co-host a podcast with Chris Sims called Xena Warrior Business. That is on iTunes and Stitcher and anywhere you can find your podcast these days. You can... Find us on Twitter at Xena Warrior Biz with a Z and check us out from there. We're on season three of Xena Warrior Princess and shit is still very interesting. Awesome. You can find me on Twitter at Crackshot with a zero instead of an O. You can find our producer, Jake Mason, at JJ underscore Mason. He doesn't just work on our podcast. He also does a ton of podcasts that he actually appears on, um, not just making uh, comments, as he sometimes does with us. Um, and you should check those all out. Chris, how about yourself? Jake also edits uh, other podcasts as well. He edits Jim Jammer. Oh, he did ones that he doesn't appear on as well? I didn't realize mm -hmm. that. Yeah. That's awesome. People can find me on that bad website as at the ISB. But I mean, honestly, stop using it. It's a very bad website. But if you it's want to ask me a question, you can ask it there. And because I am also trapped in this hell, I will maybe answer it. Cool. Yeah. That's going to be it for, uh, for the first part of Hearts in Peace. How do we end this? Do we do anything? No, right? Because we're halfway through a well, story. It's a, yeah, it's a cliffhanger. So I guess, Allie, put down that gun. <laughs> Oh no! Ah! And until we find out what happens, keep your mind on sailor business! Sailor.